1: Her mission entails a very long journey, sir. I am well aware of that, Renfield. Which do you suppose is Alexander Grayson?
0: I'm sure he'll announce himself to great fanfare. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to introduce Mr. Alexander Grayson. Ladies and gentlemen.
1: I give to you tonight power! <laughs> Alexander Grayson. Jonathan Hawker. This is my most lovely friend, Nina Murray. Nina. We met. I was thinking exactly the same thing. <laughs>
0: For over a decade, we've built this empire of lies. We thought you were dead. He must be obstructed at every turn. Any brother who assists Grayson will be punished. I will find him and destroy him. You seek
1: to draw her in. You have the power to simply take her. To turn her into such as I am.
0: we're on the precipice of the great change what do you mean by that is that not what mr darwin taught us that man evolves we have it within ourselves to
1: redefine our species
0: Welcome back to the Dead TV Podcast here in the year 2019, the podcast dedicated to all the canceled TV series in the science fiction, fantasy, and horror genre. I am your host, Dr. Chris.
1: And I'm Mr. Seneca.
0: And we begin our coverage now in 2019 with our very first show, Dracula the Series from 2013 on NBC, starring John Reese Myers as the famed Count. And he was the last actor. Other than Adam Sandler in the animated movies Hotel Transylvania, to play Count Dracula. I believe. No, am I incorrect? Was Dracula told after this? I'm not
1: sure. I started looking for this show because I had no idea this show existed. And on uh, Amazon Prime, I found Young Dracula, which ran five seasons. It's a BBC show. Had nothing to do with this, and it was kind of a weird show. Yeah. I started watching it a little.
0: Actually, Luke, uh, Luke Evans uh, played Dracula in the first, or sorry, first or second failed attempt at the Dark Universe in October 10th, 2014. This debuted in 2013 on television. So Luke was the last actor to play Dracula in a movie, other than Adam Sandler. This John was the last actor to play Dracula on a television series until later this year the BBC is launching a Dracula series from the creators of Sherlock and Doctor Who.
1: How many times can we actually retell this story?
0: Well, as long as we do it in different interpretations, like, um, I don't know, some guy in Massachusetts is doing a gender swap of Dracula. I don't know if you ever heard of that. But, uh, <laughs> but I like Luke Evans. <laughs> even though the movie was kind of dull, like complete and utter crap, I liked Luke Evans in uh, this movie. Uh, a lot of people might know him from Gaston in the most recent Beauty and the Beast film, you know, and, and several other things that he's done Uh he was in, of course, the Hobbit, the Battle of the Five Armies, and Desolation of Smog, but uh that that, that that's all that's a whole other thing. I was hooked on this show when the trailer which we just played first debuted. Um unfortunately it did get canceled after one season of only ten episodes to make way for another show we've covered. Constantine.
1: Constantine
0: Uh the show's creator is Cole Haddon, who is the creator of Downton Abbey. Which I've never seen a single episode of, and honestly have absolutely no interest in ever watching. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. So, uh, just to get the IMDb out of this way, this is going to be a one-episode coverage for the podcast tonight, uh, because we've just got a lot to go over with uh, certain things, and Mr. Zeneca probably has a lot of notes uh, here and there. Um, we're not going to break down the novel quite like the th- way you think we are, because otherwise we could be here forever. Ever. ever. There are so
1: many differences that, to point them out, would be simply ridiculous.
0: Yes. Um. Just in so case you're not aware, and if you're listening to this podcast you've never read Dracula, shut this off and go fucking read Dracula. I mean, really?
1: Or at least watch one of the better movies.
0: Or at least watch an abridged version of Dracula, because Dracula's a little hard to read these days. It's written in 1892. Yeah. Um. Try reading Frankenstein these days. It's not very readable. Abridged, very readable. But there's an anointed copy of Dracula that you can find like on secondary markets. It's this giant tomb. It's like the size of a screen of a of a small, you know, like monitor, like a twenty three inch monitor. It's like half the size of that. And it breaks down the entire novel of Dracula, also discussing in footnotes, like clip notes, like, you know, what this has been done in like certain medias and stuff like that. So there was an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer called Buffy vs. Dracula, it was a season five premiere where Rudolph Martin plays Dracula. Now a lot of fans we were hoping that this was going to be the villain of the entire season because they have a villain per season kind of story arc. It wasn't. It was some transgender uh, uh, goddess who shares a body with her brother, and it was weird and insulting and really terrible. Um, so Dracula gets off, it, you know, disappears after one episode, but there was a made for TV movie called Dracula the Dark Prince, which also co starred Peter Weller of Robocop fame. This is the oh, wow. only movie. I swear, and please leave a comment in the comment sections below, or, or send us some messages on Facebook, but this is the only interpretation of Vlad Tepes, Vlad the Impaler, Vlad of Romania, of the actual dude who was inspired, uh, that Bram Stoker took the legend from to create Dracula. At the very end of the movie, he does become a vampire. So they kind of threw that in there. That might have been a sci-fi channel thing. But this movie really holds up. I don't know if you can find a copy of it anywhere, but I highly recommend it because it actually went through the entire story of Vlad's uh, rise and fall of power in Romania in this movie. How he impales- Interesting, how he interesting. Impales-
1: I'm always interested in historical pieces like that
0: they got very a lot of the details right he doesn't wear that crown like he's always seen in this picture with this giant crown on his head yeah yeah that never happens um but he they do point out that he wasn't sitting there gobbling down like you know like goblets of his victim's blood or whatever he did impale them through the anus and out through the neck or through the mouth but um and that is shown in like a quick scene but he it showed him, like, dipping his food in his the blood of his enemies and taking a bite of it. Not, like, sitting there just gurgling down, like, a vial of blood like Gary Oldman does when the cross splits open in the beginning of Bram Stoker's Dracula. I, yeah, yeah.
1: I do believe that the, the actual tale was
0: that he dipped his bread in his victim's blood. And they do that in the movie. So they actually paid attention. And a lot of people who have seen it said, this is as historically accurate as you're gonna frickin' get for a story that's over 600 years old. And the the, the people of Romania, they did not have a problem with that movie. Awesome. Yeah, so definitely worth checking it out. Now, this stars John Reese Myers as Jonathan Reese Myers, who uh, had been on the Tudors before, which I never watched. He played King Henry VIII. And there's a reason this show was on Showtime. <laughs> you want to talk <laughs> I, about it. I did hear it was very scandalous. <laughs> it was scandalous. There was a lot of banging going on on, on this show. Um, John has been on uh, Vikings recently, playing Bishop he- uh, Haymund for the last 16 episodes. Unfortunately, Vikings was recently announced this weekend will be canceled. Well, uh, yeah. Kind of a... In the
1: future, is that something that we would cover?
0: Is it fantasy enough? I, I no. I, I think Story. that's too historical fiction, and I also okay. think there's enough podcast about it that we don't need to cover it. Um, he was also in uh, The Mortal Instruments: City of Bones, val- playing Valentine, and he was a uh, declan in Mission Impossible Three. And the thing I most remember him from is, of course, playing one of the greatest. Uh, check what what song should I play? Um, Jailhouse Rock. Um, playing one of the greatest singers of all time. There's a great line in Kevin Smith's Dogma when when uh, when Selma, Selma Hayek tells uh, the, uh, the the or Bartleby and Loki or whatever why they're a uh-huh. couple of schmucks or whatever and why Elvis is the king. He's <laughs> 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 like you are a schmuck. That's why Elvis is the king. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how I uh, like Rees Myers is on, is playing uh, uh, Elvis Presley in, in a two part movie also starring uh, Randy Quaid and uh, Robert Patrick.
1: Now, he can totally pull that off. Like he's got that jawline. He's just as hot now as he was, you know, when he filmed Dracula. Mhm.
0: Mhm. Um, he was also in uh it, 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 he auditioned for the lead role in the movie Tigerland but lost it to Colin Farrell, which basically kind of bl- huh. boomed Colin Farrell's career at that point. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Pretty uh he is a pretty boy actor. You can see why he gets cast and stuff. Yes.
1: Yes, he's had a bit of troubles, you know, a bit of alcohol problems, but, you know.
0: A lot of alcohol problems, which unfortunately caused um, him to not get paid for this show until he was done filming his scenes. Which, you look at this show, how often is Dracula in it for the first episode?
1: Uh, He's in it a lot, and that's a lot of
0: scenes. uh, To
1: withhold someone's pay because you're not sure that they're going to just dash off with the money or whatever, you know, that's... That's a hell of a punishment.
0: I don't know. I think he's in like half the episode. I yeah, he's in a good portion of it. But not as often as like you would think, being the title character. But there's a lot of characters in the show. I mean everybody has like tons of episodes.
1: Yeah, and if you see, like, in the, in the when he takes pictures of all of the people that attended his ball and spreads them out on the floor, I was trying to keep track of, like, which characters we've seen, which ones we've not. Who is this person? I, I watched the episode twice, and I still didn't catch everyone's names and where their associations politically are, and I think that's going to unravel as we watch more
0: episodes. Now, what's really funny is the actor who plays Van Helsing in this show, Thomas Cre- um, who you might have seen as uh, Wolfgang Baron von Strucker in the Avengers Age of Ultron movie, uh, and he was Dama K- K- Damaskinos, the leader of the vampires in Blade 2. Interesting. No. He also played Dracula in Dracula 3D by Dario Argentio. Don't watch it. It's pretty fucking terrible. <laughs> oh. But the the year before this television series, he actually played Dracula. Isn't that funny?
1: You know, we we get so many of these Dracula spinoffs or or versions of media. It's bound to happen. You know, any attractive male is going to play Dracula at some point in time.
0: But how many actors have you known who have played Van- Dracula then play Van Helsing?
1: Well, that that is you know
0: uncommon. <laughs> Now, um, one of the the my my heart belongs to this episode to Victoria, and it will till the, till uh, the very end. Uh, Victoria Smurfette, yes, like like Smurfette, really? she is so hot and sexy that she is the pretty blonde voluptuous vampire hunter of the episode. Uh, she plays. Mm-mm.
1: She plays a very interesting character in this episode because, or or interesting character in the series because not only is she a vampire hunter. But she is a recently widowed woman, uh, and apparently, you know, it makes out with Dracula
0: in this episode. Not only that, but we'll get to it eventually. Uh, yeah, she is just gorgeous in this in this in, on this television show. I mean, I, I, I out of the three main female characters, her Lucy and Mina, she is the most beautiful. I would agree. Also, we have Katie McGrath, who uh, which who plays, um. Lucy Westenner and Katie McGrath currently plays Lena Luthor on Supergirl, Lex Luthor's sister. Wow. Yeah. She's got a huge career. Uh, she was on eight episodes of a series I loved, and I highly recommend checking it out, even though it is stupid as fuck, called Slasher. The first two seasons are on uh, Netflix. There's a third season, apparently, still in Canada that hasn't dropped on Netflix yet. But uh, it's not a Netflix original show. It's a Canadian show. But she is okay in it but the show-, show itself is worth watching but yeah she's uh she's not the big bad on the show she's actually an ally of supergirls but she's okay. like constantly doing dumb shit every five minutes that's like this is why your brother is in jail because you think you know better than everyone else oh and she's dating jimmy olsen
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> well, well in th- in this series she's definitely playing the kind of spunky snarky best friend quite well
0: yes and she's blonde too which is kind of interesting because you watch supergirl and she was morgana uh uh, uh uh on uh merlin for five years uh she's she's always a uh she's always a brunette some people might remember her as zara the babysitter from jurassic world who gets killed by a pterodactyl <laughs> that was her yeah Huh. Yeah, she was the babysitter of the kids uh, until they got separated. We have Oliver Jackson Cohen, who plays Jonathan Harker, uh, best known for being in The Raven, Going the Distance, and Faster, and currently playing Luke Crane on The Haunting of Hill House, which is a Netflix horror series, which has gotten uh, great reviews. Rave reviews? Rave reviews. Then we have Nonzo Anozie. Best known for being in The Grey, Ender's Game, Cinderella, and Conan the Barbarian. And he plays Renfield, Dracula's manservant, maybe? Okay,
1: now, in this whole episode, I did not see any touch that Renfield was clinically insane. Nope. That, you know, he is wanting to become a vampire, wanting to take someone's life force. Nothing like that. Nope, nope, nope. Renfield was a... Ordinary, very well kept man. You know, he did not look insane at all. And so why are you naming him Renfield?
0: We'll get there. We'll get there. You gotta get to the episode. So just... I know. Okay, all right. But he's also the first black Renfield, as far as I'm aware, too. That um, is true. Most more most people these days probably know him as Xerxes, Xerxes or something, Daxius, Z- Xerxes, Zach, Dax. I can't pronounce the name correctly, but he was on Game of Thrones, tried to bang the Dragon Queen. <laughs> <laughs> because everyone wants to bang Sarah Clark on that show, including her own nephew.
1: Oh, spoilers. Ah. <laughs>
0: I'm not telling you who that is. Uh and then we have Jessica DeGraw, who plays Mina Harker or Mina Murray at least. I don't they don't get married yet. She is of course the also living embodiment of Dracula's dead ex-wife. Now, getting canceled on this show was fortunate for her because then she got to play Helena Bertinelli, aka the DC Comics kind of rogue superhero the huntress on arrow where she banged the green arrow <laughs>
1: <laughs> they really need to write characters that do much more than
0: that oh she does more than that she's all like a, ve- a revenge and kill criminals but I'm yeah but saying, those elements are always involved she goes you know? from banging dracula to banging the green arrow kind of yeah, going I up, know. you know one pretty boy playboy after another
1: Yes, and they are quite charming and handsome.
0: I don't know. Who would you rather be with, the Green Arrow or Dracula? Now, remember the, remember the oh. workout choreography of the Green Arrow in every opening episode. <laughs>
1: I mean, I'd also probably go for Dracula because it would be a much more lasting relationship than with Green Arrow.
0: Yeah, but you're always in danger with Dracula. At least Green Arrow, you know that there's something Not sim- if I'm
1: also a vampire.
0: Oh, true, 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 true. So that pretty much rounds out most of our cast for now. We'll get to, like, other characters as they appear throughout the episode. Uh, how does this episode begin, Mr. Zeneca?
1: Okay, episode synopsis. Episode number one, The Blood is the Life, originally aired October 25th, 2013. New to England, Alexander Grayson hosts a lavish party. He becomes fixated on Mina, a beautiful young woman who looks like his dead former love. Newly engaged to Mina, Harper grapples with worries over providing Mina the life she deserves.
0: Which has always been like... A staple of the book, by the way Uh, We were talking about how we're not going to get too into, like, this is how it is in the book This is how it is on the thing Uh, Right out the bat, Mina in the book is a school teacher She's not a forensic Anthropologist kind of uh, Doctor trying to get her degree In the man's world, wearing green dresses While all the guys wear brown, drabby crap Or whatever, and Jonathan Harker is a Journalist, not a real estate uh, Agent, broker, lawyer Guy, you know Yeah
1: Yeah, no, I I mean, if we're pointing out the similarities versus the differences, then the similarities are that there is this character of Mina and Jonathan, they are together, they are engaged, she loves him, he loves her, and he cannot afford the type of lifestyle that he wants to get, and so therefore is going to be tempted by uh, Dracula's offer to provide him job. You know, that was pretty much a, a very... Well, stable plot line within the book.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Lucy is pretty much the exact same way she is in the book. She is a rich girl, debutante, um, and likes to fuck. Snarky, I mean, flirty, gets all these offers from everyone. Oh, and she is like, she likes to fuck. I mean, Mina is a virgin. That is a big thing about being Mina. She's going to be a virgin Mm -hmm. until Dracula. She's saving herself for Jonathan because that's what you would do back then. But Lucy was like into dudes. And women, too, apparently, in this show. We'll get there. Uh, She she liked to have sex. And that's totally okay. So she was very liberated at the time. I mean, in the book, yeah. in the book, she talks about like you know, oh hey, I was with this guy, and you know, and if you watch Bram Stoker's Dracula, the Gary Oldman movie, she's like mm-hmm. looking at the karma sutra with uh, Mina and being like, oh, I did that. Yeah, you put your hand, <laughs> the leg behind your <laughs> leg behind your head and just let him plow into you. And Mina's like, Lucy, oh, how could you? You know, like <laughs> oh, I do declare. No. I, I got to break I... this out right away because I've missed this, and we're never going to cover Stranger Things. But did you see Stranger Things season two? I did, yes. Okay. Did, and you've seen Br- Bram Stoker's Dracula? Yes. What scene is recreated in Stranger Things between Bob and me, and and, uh, and uh, Winona Ryder's character? Oh, between Bob and Winona Ryder's character? Who does Bob dress up as for Halloween? A uh-huh. hop? No, no, he doesn't. Dracula! Dra- oh, yes, that's he right. <laughs> candles. He lights candles and dances with her.
1: Yes, that was such
0: and, a sweet... Oh, rest Mina. in peace, Bob. Yeah, and she is Mina in... The Bram Stoker's Dracula from 1992. And, oh. and Gary Oldman d- dances with her. That's true. Yeah. I thought that was a great even though they ninety percent of their 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 coverage of 80s horror movies, they take they took that from that movie. I thought that was really that really was interesting. Sweet, yeah. yes. So uh Dracula's awakened by a couple of Indiana Jones wannabes and one kills the other one to feed the uh the count. Later on, we'll get into a little bit about why the Count's been buried like he is, but do you remember a movie called Dracula 2000? Mm,
1: I think I I saw that it came out, but I didn't actually
0: watch it. Oh, give it a watch. It's not great, but it's not bad either. It's a Wes Craven-produced movie. Gerard Butler plays Dracula in it.
1: All right, all right. With
0: long hair, which is kind of unusual if you've seen Gerard Butler most of the time. He's always got, like, crew-cut short hair. (laughs) But he is also very skinny in this movie. Uh, I mean, he's, like, toned, but he's not like the Gerard Butler you know from, like, 300 where he is jacked up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's about Dracula being in a crypt, and Van Helsing has been keeping him in there and leeching off of his blood to stay alive all these years to watch over him. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, A lot of interpretations of Dracula in fiction, uh, sometimes if they don't want to do the story of the book, they'll do, like, the book exists and this is what happens next. The Castlevania video game series have done this a lot, where Dracula's in a crypt and they need to, like, resurrect him in some way. And, of course, it's usually (laughs) done by blood. One of the most distasteful versions of this ever done was in one of the Hammer Horror Dracula movies, where Christopher Lee played Dracula. And they actually dripped either real blood or some type of red liquid on an actual bat. Ooh. Yeah, a real live bat. They they dripped huh. this liquid uh, stuff on. And I don't know if it was blood or not, but man, were people pissed. And if that was done today, holy crap. Oh, lawsuits. no,
1: because that, that's cruelty to animals, man.
0: Yeah, the lawsuits would be unbelievable. So Dracula's resurrected, then we fast forward a few years later.
1: Well, you know that, that crypt that he's in, which, I mean, I'm sure we'll be talking about all the points of this uh, throughout the entire series, but... That crypt that he's in not only has the spikes coming up from underneath that spiked into Dracula's body, but it had the iron bars over top of it and enclosing it like a cage. Then it had a a, a molded representation of Dracula on top with the mouth open. Now, being that if you were permanently going to uh, lock Dracula away without ever getting access to him again you certainly wouldn't make a one button release system to open this cage up i thought it was very steampunkish the way that they you know did all this if they could have just had a regular top on a regular casket and that would be fine but they're definitely going deep into the steampunk world for this show like even the opening credits like gears everywhere so that that casket having gears and locking mechanisms and blah 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 that, that's cool but that's the direction that you, it seems the, the show is going with.
0: Mm, definitely. One thing I got to point out if you happen to have this on DVD, it says Dracula Season 1. There is no Season 2. They probably mass-produced the DVD in anticipation of there being a second season. When we get to the end of the show, we will discuss what was going to happen for the second season because you know that they had to start planning and writing scripts and stuff or getting a layout of Season 2 before they got the announcement that they were unfortunately canceled. So at the end of the show, in a few weeks, we will get there. Yes. Dracula... Yeah. Okay. Black now I, I have American a note here. Me Miles uh, film and all. Uh, okay. Uh, we'll that. Uh, oh, so, by the way. Oh, so real quick. Alex Alexander Grayson, as American as a fucking name as you could make it for the late eighteen hundreds. <laughs> oh yeah, right there in the middle. Alexander, I like that name too. Alexander Grayson. It sounds so fake, but it also sounds as American as a fictional story you could get.
1: As American. This is boy- fake accent.
0: Yeah, really fake accent. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you can hear him forcing the Americanism out of his Irish uh, tone. Oh, totally, totally.
1: It ma- it made me question whether they actually suspected that to be fake or not, you know, as, as characters, because they, they had this, like, distrust of him, and I was wondering if they were detecting that or if that's just something that is just there.
0: Now... If you notice how ancient everything looks on the inside and outside, it's because the show was shot in Budapest, Hungary, which is one of those countries that does not exactly look like New York City.
1: That's true. I, I would like to go there at some point in time. It is like stepping into a time
0: capsule. Mr. Zedica, we've got to take that trip to Transylvania we've been planning for years.
1: Ah, I know, I know. Me and
0: you, we'll go to Transylvania. We'll do the show live there. <laughs> We'll do Dracula, the um, the that really crappy series from uh, 1990, Dracula, Dracula the series it was called. It was a half hour kind of family show, but Dracula was still like the villain. It was always about the Van Helsing family having to figure out how to stop Dracula this week. <laughs>
1: yeah, creep of the week. Ah, ow, ah, uh, ow, ooh. You you taking care of yourself after surgery, Dr. Chris? Uh, yeah,
0: I'm okay. I just, every once in a while, something pulls. I'm getting my uh, stuff removed on Tuesday, so we'll see what happens. All right. Um, okay, well, so. I, I have oh, in my notes on. here yeah, that yeah, within
1: the first four and a half minutes of this show, you know, compared with what we've been seeing on Friday the 13th, you know, that in 1980s technology for you know, sets and all that, Within the first four and a half minutes, I have been so impressed by the cinematography, the lighting, the set design, the attention to detail on all of this. You know, not only the crypt and the casket, but the backgrounds, the carriages, the outside fog. It's beautiful. Overall, it's a beautiful show. Beautiful.
0: Special effects in this show for the first episode are kind of on the light side. I think they put the entire budget into the reverse uh, transformation from corpse to you know sexy Jonathan
1: I mean that is like what got me in and hooked on to just staying tuned if I wasn't doing it for this uh podcast I would have stayed tuned specifically for that because that was a beautiful transformation the blood came dripping down and the mummified corpse opens its mouth and then and, and then you see the, the facial shot where the skin is getting puffed up and it's it's like, wow, that's that's really good. They've got some budget on this one.
0: We're going to be dropping this like a bad habit every goddamn recording, so get used to it. But uh, Because it's hard not to discuss about every other version of Dracula that's ever existed because there are hundreds of them going back to Bela Lugosi all the way up till well, this show. <laughs> oh, totally, totally. Um, I,
1: I, I figured you were going to drop so many... Uh, mentions of the Dracula incarnations that we would just at some point just run a whole huge list. You know? And then I would just be doing the folklore.
0: Yeah, there's this uh, great Facebook page you should check out called uh, Dracula Graphic Novels. Don't know what it's about, but you should totally check it out. Um, (laughs) uh, I, I agree. You should check it out. You should check it out. I actually was going somewhere with this poignantly. Oh, uh the Adam Sandler animated feature has kept Dracula in the children's eyes for the last several years, and just despite the fact that those movies got progressively worse, uh, I still will hold the first one up on a highlight at least, but the second one was like, eh, okay. And the third one was like, okay, they're on a cruise ship now, and Dracula's going to bang the great-granddaughter of Van Helsing? Uh
1: yeah, I know. The third one was definitely a reach. I hadn't seen the first one, heard good things, watched the second one with my son. Thought it was a very passable children's movie. You third one love, was like,
0: Meh You gotta love the uh the fact that Adam Sandler himself uh is a very well known Jewish actor and he casts as his grant his the father of Dracula, a also very well known Jewish comedian. Whom? Was that um, was that Mel Brooks? It was Mel Brooks. Ah! Hence why he sounded incredibly comedically Jewish in most of his dialogue. Like it sounded like Yoda from, or, or sorry, Yogurt from uh, <laughs> from Spaceballs. <laughs> And I well, said that to somebody. Did
1: play the yogurt.
0: And they, I said that to somebody. They didn't understand what I was talking about. and They gave me the kind of like the inquisitive, like, "Are you being insulting?" Look, and I'm like, "No, no, you really need to go listen to his dialogue in this movie and go back and listen to yogurt's dialogue from Spaceballs. And it's like, "May the watch be with you," you know, and that very merchandising, yeah, merchandising, 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 and that very like, you know stereotypical kind of jewish like accent that they would give to cartoon characters like on the simpsons or family guy um but adam sandler obviously did that because excuse me mel gibson is a well-known comedian you know jewish comedian and he has mel Mel gibson mel brooks mel brooks excuse me mel brooks excuse me (laughs) whoa excuse me especially if you know anything about mel gibson but Mel Brooks is a very well-known Jewish comedian and has done the stereotypical kind of Jewish accent in many different things. Also, he kind of talks that way if you listen to any interview he does.
1: But he does dress it up for comedic effect. Yeah,
0: he does overdo it for comedic effects just because it's funny and it's he's not being insulting. And and, yeah. and, yeah. and, and, and I, I don't ever – hey, you know what? Of all the people that have had crap coming out about them for the last couple of years – I thank God nobody has come out against Mel Mel Brooks.
1: (laughs) No, no. I mean, it's a funny thing. It's almost like if you actually ran your business and ran your celebrity with honesty and integrity, you don't have stories come out about you.
0: Hmm. Mm. Hmm. Moving right along with stories. So Jonathan, Lucy, and Mina are kind of like, (coughs) excuse me. Um, Excuse me. Uh, mm, let me start over. The introduction of Dracula in this feels very much like one of my favorite movies of all time starring Jim Cazizel, The Count of Monte Cristo. Oh! Dracula's introduction reminds me heavily of The Count of Monte Cristo. Have you seen this movie?
1: It's been a long time. It but is a- this is... That's like his... Entrance into, into society, this grand right, ball.
0: Right, right, and 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 the count host this. Yeah, by the way, they don't call him Count Alexander Grayson because you have to be a. What what makes you a count, Mister? Uh,
1: you you'd actually have it's a count is a royal position, uh, but you can have the counthood uh, bestowed upon you by some royalty. I, I think you either are born with it or you can get be decreed to it. Uh, through various things
0: god I would love to be a count wouldn't you you'd be a countess
1: I'd be a countess yes there is a small country I'll, I'll look it up for everyone but it is, there is a small country where you can actually become uh, royalty if you pass their criterias and pay some money it's a very very tiny tiny country hmm yeah How much do you and think, you how can much, get a passport for it too well, how much do you think I would have to cough up uh, less than
0: 2000 really to become a count i mean i, I will pull up the actual stuff are you, and are you kidding me why aren't more people wanting to become a count you put count in your title you ain't got some serious honor going on also Orchard, I mean, also you think can, about your if you really want
1: to take advantage of your title like you actually have to do some real work in the in the overall royalty community like it it's it's just seen as a cosmetic title because this country has no power.
0: Well, I I was kind of thinking of putting it on my uh, Match.com profile. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and also the, uh, the, the 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 name of the host of the show would totally change from Doctor Chris's to Count Chris. <laughs> count Chris, oh my god. Do you have a doctorate or anything? I know you got some serious. Uh, uh, uh,
1: uh... No, no, I don't. I don't have any actual woman, physical but, uh... degrees the back of my name.
0: Oh, okay. So you just got like a master's or something.
1: No, oh. I, I have never graduated college because I didn't need to.
0: Oh, oh, wow. Learn something new about yeah. you every day. So, um...
1: I'm extremely successful and I do what I really want to do with my life and I don't really have to have anyone tell me that I need a piece of paper to do it.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um... We were going somewhere with this old cowboy so okay, so he introduces himself like count of Monte Cristo, like the movie, which I mentioned which you should totally check out, directed by guy Pierce. Um, and we meet the uh the the love of my life in this in this in this scene as well, besides Lucy and Mina, we meet the uh, the um...
1: lady Jane
0: oh God, in that dress
1: <laughs> the green dress oh. at the at the ball, yeah,
0: you have to admit that that is a very sexy dress.
1: Everyone is dressed awesome, but she is, whew, she's got that feathery necklace. Uh Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah. It's it's awesome, yeah. So at this ball, the main purpose of it is to showcase this American industrialist to the world and give them a demonstration of what Nikola Tesla had begun and he continued with, you know, basically abundant free power. Go on IMDb
0: and look up the Blood of Life episode, the episode Recovering, and there's a couple of amazing cast photos of them all in their elegant formal wear and stuff. Dracula's, of course, just, like, sitting in a chair. Or another scene, he's got uh, Mina by the throat, and they're all, like, in the corner behind him. Oh, yeah. Very sexy photos. Very, very sexy photos. You know that there's a handler off off the side from those uh, photos that is waiting to help those women with those dresses, because those dresses are all over the floor. <laughs>
1: yeah, now those. when you get into big dresses like that, you definitely need a helper to help you with those straps.
0: Now, you dressed like that, haven't you? Really? Yeah. Like in a couple of events that we've talked about, at least on the Radio yes. Horror Show, you did the uh, Villains Ball, right? Yes, I did. Yes, you did. Would you be able to fit into a dress like that? Villains Ball
1: and uh, Let Them Eat Cake, uh, which is a French, uh, French Marie Antoinette-ish type of French revolutionary event. So, I have worn those huge, big dresses like they have.
0: Did you get to keep them, or were they, like, borrowed? Uh, they were rented, yeah. Uh, okay. I, I didn't get to keep them. Uh, okay. You can tell the difference between when we just covered Friday the 13th and the production value of this show is definitely of NBC.
1: Oh, for sure.
0: I mean, they yes. seriously budgeted this show. I mean, they probably helped that they filmed in Hungary, and it's dirt cheap to film there.
1: Yeah, it, it's like, the difference in how just they have constructed the scene to have every bit of the picture have detail and depth and the lighting is perfect. It's awesome. It's beautiful to watch. I had to watch the episode twice to try to get what's going on with the plot, but watching it was a delight.
0: That was easy to follow. Dracula wants to become Nikola Tesla and Thomas Edison in the same person. Well, in
1: the beginning, it's it's easy then, but you get to the end and – it starts to get a little bit more convoluted with the Order of the Dragon and these hunters coming in. It's like, what? Now, and, you, you know.
0: did you, we yeah. don't need to explain to the audience who Nicholas Tesla is and Thomas Edison. If you're listening to this podcast, you're hopefully an adult and you learned about them in history class. But were you able to find any information on the Order of the Dragon and if they still exist today?
1: I did find out some information on the Order of the Dragon, uh, but I do not believe they exist. Um uh, or that's, exist anymore, I should say. That's what they so... want you to think. <laughs> 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 yeah, we get into all the secret society and uh-huh. uh, conspiracy theories and all of that.
0: Okay, I'm going to tell you something kind of crazy, but there was a woman I met years ago who actually tried to tell me the Order of Dragons still exists or whatever, and they have her child. And she has to, like, not date me anymore because of it. Uh, wh- did you meet this person on Match.com? Uh, no, this was long before I even knew what the fuck the internet was.
1: Oh wow. Uh yeah, no. So uh the Order of the Dragon, uh it is a nobility uh, a knight order. So so basically uh this is founded by uh Sisman von Luxembourg, who was king of Hungary uh from thirteen eighty seven to fourteen thirty seven, and he later became uh, Holy Roman Emperor between 1433 and 1437 so it's basically it's one of those uh responsible for the crusades and uh bringing christianity to you know the pagan worlds the order of the dragon itself uh continued in hungary croatia albania serbia and romania which bore the brunt of the ottoman incursions uh I'm going to have a whole bunch more information on this because I believe in further episodes we get a little bit deeper into this. Uh, But on that rooftop where the hunter uh, is from the Order of Dragons, and and it seems that all of the powerful people here are from the Order of Dragons, it seems that this is not so much a knighthood as it once was, as it's more of an oligarchy. As it appears to be in this uh, Victorian society in the show,
0: the Prince of uh, what was uh, the Prince Vlad Second Dracul, father of Vlad the Impaler, he took his name from the Order of, Dra- Order of the Dragon, which is mm-hmm. funny considering that the Order of the Dragon, it seems like, is the people who put Dracula in the ground to, to begin with.
1: Yeah, that's a bit confusing in this show. That uh, really
0: really like confused the shit out of me when they when they brought up the order that that dracula was against the order of the dragon what is what does dracula mean dragon yes so
1: i know i know (laughs) it's it's yeah that's why i watched this episode twice just to try to catch what was really going on here so dracula doesn't like the order of the dragon I feel that he believes that Order of Dragon was created in relationship to Dracula, like, named for him, versus other way around. And then the hunters have to keep on top of all the vampire populations, so much so that they... Actually said that Jack the Ripper was a vampire, which I I was just like, oh, come on, guys.
0: They've done that before in other media.
1: I know, I know, but every time a show does it, I'm like, really? Do you have to drag Jack the Ripper into this? He's now, got nothing to do with this show. Come great on. The
0: reference to Jack the Ripper happened last year, but it was based on a comic book from who 20 years ago called Batman Gotham by Gaslight, where dra- where where blah, where, where, where Jack the Ripper left London and fled to. Gotham City. Mhm. Or what would become Gotham City, and this is an Elseworlds tale. So Bruce's entire backstory takes place in the 1800s, not in, you know, present day 20th century. Um and uh Jack the uh in the animated movie they did, Jack the Ripper was revealed to be Commissioner Gordon. Yeah,
1: that that this whole passion with Jack the Ripper and getting him into all of your different stories. yeah A little ridiculous.
0: uh, Did we ever have Jack the Ripper fight Sherlock Holmes in any media that I've never read?
1: I'm sure there hasn't because that seems like a natural uh, natural thing.
0: Right, 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 right. Yeah, I don't Um, know. So, just so you're, just in case you're not aware, you could actually go to the home of Count Dracula on a tour. It costs like a couple thousand dollars, but it pays for everything. It pays for your flight, hotel, and the trip. And by the way, you can't land a plane in in uh, Transylvania. You have to land it at uh, I forget what the name of the airport is, but you then take like a four-hour carriage ride up the mountain, like Jonathan Harker did, to the town of Transylvania. Ooh, how nice! Yeah, but be prepared. The fact that this is a long trip up the mountain, or whatever, because. Romania is a mountain comp a mountain-y, a, a field country in Transylvania is not exactly e- easily accessible.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, also this Order of the Dragon, it seems that they're the High Council that they keep referring to, so it's the Order of the Dragon slash High Council,
0: mm-hmm.
1: of which this Lady Jane vampire hunter and hot lady on the show is kind of a high-ranking member.
0: Mm-hmm um dracula uh, uh jonathan mina go to the ball by the way jo mina is a student at a medical school and she sticks out like a sore thumb and not just because she's a woman but because she dresses in color and everyone else is kind of in drab
1: well to be fair she isn't wearing a green dress and green back in victorian times uh was a heavily popular color uh and but it also contained a heavy level of arsenic.
0: Did you ever see that movie called Um For Richer or Poor starring uh Tim Allen and Christy Alley? Uh sounds familiar, but I can't pull it up off the top of my mind. There are a couple on the run from the FBI and they they hide out with a bunch of Amish folk and Christy Alley is like a fashion designer and she tries to get the Amish po- folk to like embrace color.
1: Oh. No, I didn't see this one, but I saw the previews for it. (laughs) I
0: love that movie. It's so stupid. It's so much fun. (laughs) Anyway, anyway. So, yeah, so she sticks out. And, of course, who's her professor? Abraham Van helsing the vampire hunter. Yes. Um, And
1: that is also uh, a similarity with the book, is that uh, the professor, Helsing, wasn't really teaching Mina per se, but was associated. With... With Jonathan.
0: No, not with Jonathan. With uh, Dr. Seward.
1: Dr. Seward? Yep. I th- I thought uh, the association was because she was a school teacher and there was some sort of stutorial academic connection there.
0: Seward was a pupil of Van Helsing's.
1: Yeah, and Redfield was his patient. Correct.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, in movies, they made Seward the... Uh, sometimes, like, Seward's name they they would change certain things around and it seemed like John like Seward was the uh father of Mina but honestly if you watch a lot of versions of dracula like the jack palance version or or which was the by the way the jack palance version of dracula where jack plays dracula uh that was the um <coughs> shit well, who was, what was the name of the creator of dark shadows so the creator of dark shadows made a dracula movie starring jack palance Go check it out. It's pretty good. Um, They condense a lot of characters in that, into into one or two people. In this
1: show, yeah. Uh, So in this show, have we been introduced to the people who are going to be, or supposedly uh, becoming engaged? Oh,
0: yeah. We get, uh, I think we get Arthur Homewood eventually too, but, um, excuse me, I had to pull up my uh, digital copy of Dracula to confirm what I was saying. Professor van Helsing is called by his former student Dr. John Seward to investigate the illness that has befallen L- lucy West center ah uh, okay okay uh, that so i uh, so I was right i was like I, I i swear to god I think that's that's what it is in the novel um Seward teams up with harker homewood van Helsing, and they charge they 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 go charging to Dracul charging into Dracula's uh fortress to rescue Mina. And that was after Lucy's. Uh, that's after Lucy had kind of be, run in with Dracula. That's after Lucy became a vampire and had to be beheaded. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, so they all go to the ball together. Well, Lucy, uh, not Lucy, but um, uh, Mina and Jonathan go to the ball at the same time. Sorry, the ball. Uh, I'm tired. the The opera. <laughs> the opera. They go to the opera at the same time. Dracula goes with the uh, the lady of uh, Lady. Lady uh, Jane. Lady Jane. And uh, while he is like Getting it on with her in the booth He is like totally thinking about his ex- his late wife Now he slips his hand Underneath her dress for a little bit of a touch of feel That dress is so deep There's no way he could have gotten his hand Like the way it is And they keep going back to it At least for one other shot Showing where his hand is He cannot be Rubbing no, up he's hand. he's
1: actually not like he can't diddling her. Like, there's there's no way that his hand could fa- reach far up those skirts and underneath that corset, which is compressing everything there, for him to actually feel her genitals. It's just that it's television, you can't really do that, or else you, he'd have, like, up to his elbow underneath her dress.
0: Right, right. Today, yes, women wear short skirts, or at least skirts. Lo- at least skirts that, are, if they're long enough, skirts are accessible. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 made of such fluffy, you know, light material that you can easily pull it aside. Um,
1: like I, a Victorian skirt is not only the uh, underskirts, which could be two or uh, include a slip. There's overskirts and sometimes uh, crinolines. So you can actually have up to anywhere from three to six layers of skirt, depending on how, you know, elaborate it
0: is. That's ridiculous. It's a lot, yeah. Um, Skirts
1: were actually one of the major causes of death for women.
0: And there's a scene where he's burying his fangs, and her head is all the way back, and it looks like, and she doesn't, because she's not... A male, but her neck is sticking out so much it looks like she has an like an Adam's apple where the bone in her neck is now sticking out or whatever. Mm-hmm. And if he pierced it with those fangs or whatever, the blood would just be everywhere. But he doesn't. Oh yeah, yeah, bite, that <laughs> he doesn't bite her as much as just continuing to make out with her and finger bang her at the opera while thinking of Mina. And,
1: and but there is blood on her lip, like she either bit her own lip or he bit he, her lip. He and must have bit her this lip. is re- what's really confusing is that if if Lady Jane is a vampire hunter and da- Dracula is a vampire and there's a bit of blood involved, wouldn't either he know or she know that something is kind of going on here?
0: Mm, maybe. Or he she is just so enamored and horny.
1: <laughs> I mean that too, but you know, it's
0: it, it it just seemed a little weird. One of the best versions of Dracula that I will ever read and I still hold up to this very day as being the quintessential Dracula in my opinion is because the author of this story had never seen a Dracula production in his life according to him but had read the novel Marvel Comics Tomb of Dracula comic book series by the late great Gene Cullen and writer Mar Wolfman who is still with us today
1: and he did not have any exposure to any sort of Dracula media other than the novel.
0: I have it recorded on my show, and it is available online to hear him say it in his own words. Wow! He uh, he he says he's never seen it, and I asked him, "Did you have you seen anything since you haven't done it?" He's like, "No, I don't want to." So I gotta believe oh. it. The guy's in his like late seventies, eighties, so maybe. I mean, I mean y- no you'd have to do a lot of avoiding too. I'm to a not speculative, but I I gotta believe him out of respect for yeah. him. Um, this yeah, comic, I mean, sure. This comic book series, which ran for 70 issues and then had like some kind of mini series here or there, gave us Dracula in the Marvel Universe as like a villain. And there was a this is also in issue 10 the first appearance of Blade, the vampire hunter, who would be going you know to, to be played by Wesley Snipes. Um, <laughs> the the, the artwork is so gothic it's 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 unbelievably gorgeous and there's a great uh scene in a comic book from the x-men where blade sorry dracula bites um storm and the x-men go after her and dracula is fighting the x-men and like beating him off okay let me rephrase that he's beating the (laughs) x-men (laughs) <laughs> and Wolverine tries to make a cross with his claws and he backhands them or whatever, saying you can't, that won't work on me, you have to have faith in order for that to believe, work on me. Kind of like a line mm-hmm. used by Jer- uh, Jeremy Dandridge in Fright Night when he tells Peter Vincent, you have to have faith in order for that to Yikes. work on me, Mr. Vincent. And <laughs> then Nightcrawler bamps in, picks up Kitty's stakes, and forms a cross and like light shoots out of it or whatever because he's, he's such a devoted Catholic to God that uh, mm-hmm. Dracula is repelled by... Uh, the Sight of the Cross by Nightcrawler, who looks like a demon, and Dracula points that out. How can a foul-looking creature such as yourself believe in a god who has turned him away? Nightcrawler says, because God loves all their all his creatures, no matter their appearance. Yeah. And it's such a great scene in this X-Men comic book. But Gotta love Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler is so badass. I think we've talked about that before, actually. <laughs> we have, we have. Yeah. So Dracula, Makes it no less...
1: Uh, no less true today as it was yesterday. Um, I love Nightcrawler.
0: That 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 whole light bulb scene, which we kind of glossed over when we talked about Nikola Nicholas Tesla and and and, uh, and uh, Thomas Edison, is still kind of cool. Um, the science behind how they did it is boggling a bit, and we don't have time there, to cover it. So
1: talking about uh, using the magnetosphere to power. Uh, I mean, it looked like they were using a standard but large tesla coil to deliver the power and it still required power from some other source to run this gigantic machine that's why it kind of exploded when it it did its thing did the demonstration and you know overheated fritzed out and and you know closed the demonstration so it looked like just a giant tesla coil they're saying it's something completely different some new form of technology for energy I can suspend disbelief and say, okay, that's what that is. Um, it's an interesting take on how he is an American industrialist. I'm curious. Yeah, I saw the same type of trick done in the Prestige. Like it's not a new trick.
0: Oh yeah, that movie. Um, who is that? Starring um, uh, Wolverine. David Bowie. Yeah. Wait, what? Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jack. Okay, I thought you said David Bowie. I was like, what? Uh, yeah, he he played with Nikola Tesla. Oh, that's right. He did. That's right. He did, okay. yeah. All right. I completely forgot Bowie was in that. Yeah, he made an excellent
1: Nikola Tesla.
0: Um, weird thing. Female vampire, she's called, which is the chick in the cage, doesn't have an IMDb career, or she's not done anything beyond this. Maybe she was just some Hungarian actress. Vera Gaon. Gaon? Gaon. G-A-O-N. Huh. Doesn't have any other uh, credits to her name, but she's just she's just labeled as female vampire um herman kruger i love how dracula calls him just kruger and not herman it's mainly of course every time i hear kruger i think of freddy kruger uh, he was the guy dracula like bleeds out on the uh, uh on the rooftop. the
1: rooftop yeah the hunter yeah. hunter kruger i you know i heard the name kruger and i was thinking of the show uh archer oh ah. um, yeah
0: what's uh uh <laughs> Blink and you miss him. He's at Rogue One, a Star Wars story. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> so, so that whole battle on the top of the roof where Dracula is stalking Mina and Jonathan.
0: Jeez, Dracula! I mean, yeah, oh, and then the the, the hunter finds
1: Dracula on the roof, and and thinks <laughs> it's a good idea to engage him and. Uh, What is it that he's injecting into Dracula's leg? Is that a bit of uh, garlic oil or something?
0: Um, By the way, maybe. It's really hard to tell. But uh, do you think stalking was romantic back then, whereas today it's, like, creepy as shit?
1: (laughs) I think it's always (laughs) Always been creepy, but the tolerance has reduced down.
0: Okay, so you think that it was romanticized for a while, and now it's like, um, no.
1: No, I I think it's always been creepy, but... The more media and novels and whatnot romanticize it, the more it became acceptable and people would second guess, like, is that really weird? Is that creepy? And like, No, he loves me. Like, no. I think today we just we're had enough of that shit.
0: I think it's always uh, been creepy. It it ranks right up there with grabbing a woman and kissing her before you're allowed to do it. Now, if you're in a dating relationship, Maybe this is how you make your move. You know what I mean. And she could say no, and if you stop, then it's totally okay. But if you're like not really in a relationship, you know, or maybe you haven't known each other in movies, it seems like it's like it's passionate, and maybe it is sometimes. I mean, I've kissed somebody without asking them.
1: They you know, didn't I want
0: the, they it would be my in
1: wish. It'd be, what? It'd Sorry. be my wish in 2001 that you said. Wait,
0: wait, 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 hold on. You said 2001.
1: Sorry. (laughs) It'd be my wish in 2019... Okay. 2019. uh, (laughs) That normalizing asking someone if you can kiss them is seen as a romantic gesture and not an awkward gesture. True. I mean, I would prefer that for 2001, but here we are in 2019. I would want that to be normalized as like this is the way to be romantic is to you know i'd love to kiss you would you like to kiss me and then you know go along with it
0: i mean the the most i've ever been asked is um you know why not why did you do that or it's usually been like what took you so long or you know why you know why or why did you do that and why now and you know like you know kind of not expecting it but not slapping me in the face and being like <gasps> you know what i mean so
1: yeah yeah i i as a younger woman i had to kind of wage what the reaction would be, depending on what my reaction is. So even if I felt uneasy and this person was semi-dangerous, I would have had to play along with it in order to get myself out of the situation. You know, dangerous situations have happened before. Sometimes a kiss can be nice, a nice surprise. But really, I think it's better if we just, you know, have some sort of indication that. You're getting permission from me before you try to kiss me. That would be cool.
0: Now, what's funny is that before my most recent um, uh, person I dated, uh, sh- I did not kiss her before I, uh, I had not ki- I, Our first date, um, let me rephrase it, back it up. This woman I had recently dated, um, we had discussed things and at the restaurant i ran my fingers through her hair and then i excused myself to the bathroom and later on she told me by the way when you excused yourself to the bathroom i told my friend don't bother everything's going to be a ok tonight <laughs> 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 i was like save the calls love them. she was like i was like really she's like oh yeah i uh you were you 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 said you were aggressive and I enjoyed it when you touched me so and it was not inappropriate it was a very you know nice romantic gesture um, and and then she was like gave her friend the uh, don't bother me tonight <laughs> <laughs> that's good yeah that's good <laughs> um, so we we basically learn a little bit more about the order of the dragon and uh, we have to ask a question when the episode ends who is making vampires if Dracula's been dead since whenever. Jack the Ripper?
1: <laughs> well, I mean, in the original book, he did have three, you know,
0: sisters, quote unquote. Sisters, brides, but they, he made them.
1: Yeah, but he would have made others before he himself got locked up.
0: Yeah, but in the book, he's not locked up; he's just in seclusion.
1: I know, but in this in this vid, in this show, he's been locked up. So, oh, you mean okay? Those so sisters you... might have been, you know, making more vampires while he was locked up.
0: Okay, they don't. I don't think we ever get that story in the 10 episodes we get. But I Probably might be not. wrong. Probably I not. Watched this... it in six we're years, we're, so. we're
1: striving for for commonalities here and there's only very few of them that are between the book and the television show that are really just common points.
0: October twenty fifth, twenty thirteen, when the episode debuted, I was pretty much doing the same thing I was doing in twenty fourteen. Not a whole heck of a lot, <laughs> doing radio <laughs> horror. In fact, I think it was in twenty. It was a year after the show debuted is when you first came on the show too. When we were covering uh, that, which we've already discussed when uh, during our coverage of Constantine, because Constantine takes place uh, in twenty
1: fourteen, twenty fifteen. Let's see, uh, two thousand thirteen. Ah, that was not that long ago, so I guess I'm just doing my parties, and maybe 2013 was my Walker Weekend parties, my zombie-themed yeah, events.
0: Yeah, so that's what you said you've been doing for a while when you came on the show.
1: Yeah. I mean, I've been doing Cherry Noir for now going on six years. So, six years? Or seven years? Oh my God, time is flying. But this show only canceled in 2013, so it's it's been only six years. True. Less than that.
0: Maybe we will have Mr. Zeneca do some history of the Order of Dragon and Dracula for the Patreon. Uh, she's got her own. You have your own recording equipment now, don't you, you said? Yes, I just
1: got it over the Christmas holiday and figuring it out, and I will be starting to record our Patreon content.
0: Awesome. Excellent. Hopefully we'll get that up ASAP. We've got to probably do that on a weekly or bi-weekly basis or some kind. Yep. Probably
1: uh, probably bi biweekly.
0: Um, and then after Dracula's over, we will get to a show that Mr. Zeneca has been dying to get to.
1: The Addams Family!
0: Uh, so that's pretty much it for this episode of Dracula. There's a lot of dialogue exchange between a couple of the characters, which is just kind of like... Wah. Yeah,
1: I, I'm sure that the plot line will make itself a little bit clearer as we get further in.
0: Maybe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or maybe that's why it was cancelled. But yeah. Um. bum
0: I, I don't honestly see why the show was canceled versus like every other show nbc has i think it could have gone on they could have fixed what they needed to but it was also on friday nights friday night is not what it used to be
1: no no when you've got tv on demand
0: you don't really need to be at the tv anymore mr zeneca must also be uh either living in hell right now or living in uh peace and quietness as her philadelphia eagles are currently fighting the saints and losing 20 to 14 so if they lose you want this to not be a repeat of last year right
1: yeah no no philadelphia is more used to losing than winning and when they won they totally tore up the city so when they lose it'll just be disappointed you know parties maybe the whole city will go but well, other than that, they're not going to trash the place.
0: It would be hilarious if the Eagles fought the Patriots again because right now the score is 20-14 in the fourth quarter with 10 minutes left to go, so it's still anyone's game. But the final score of today's playoff game against uh, the Chargers was New England 41-28. Oh man! Yeah.
1: Imagine if that's a matchup again. Oh
0: my god! It's like we gotta go to the Super Bowl again. It's like exhausting. It's like when does football end for us? <laughs> never. Football never ends, man. Jeez! We wear it's, the football jerseys year round. I mean, I mean, the, the, it's just—it's unbelievable how many times we keep going to the Super Bowl. You know. It's a,
1: You got a good team. You got a good team. You got a great you quarterback. Don't rub it in everyone's faces.
0: We also <laughs> have the only quarterback now in NFL history to ever go be division title uh, championship at the age of 41. Uh, yeah, yeah, That that's – what is the average age of – 35, 30, I think the oldest quarterback at, at one point was I think either Dan Marino or Joe Montana went to like 38 maybe.
1: Yeah, because by that time, your body is starting to really wear down. I know mine is, so I can't imagine a football player that uses theirs all the time.
0: Right, 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 right. So
1: Bad knees, bad back, bad shoulders, yeah.
0: Definitely, definitely. Well, again, uh, thank you once again, Mr. Zeneca, for being on the show. And we beginning our coverage of Dracula the series. We will have more tidbits about Dracula as we go on. We'll probably Dracula, sure.
1: vampiric
0: folklore, Order the Dragon, all that stuff. Every little thing about vampires you can think of. Then we're not going to discuss vampires again until, well, I guess the Adams family because Morticia's kind of like a, looks like a vampire. No, she's not a vampire at all. No. She's more witchy. Yeah, I don't know. She's got that. Va- she's got. Well, she's got vampires look to her.
1: No, that that's that's just a general overall look. You know, thin, gauntly, black dress, um,
0: you know, very angular. They're all ghouls. They're all dead. Are they dead? Are the Adams family dead? I can never figure that out.
1: No, they're not dead. They're not dead.
0: But they're they, they, they are definitely supernatural to survive the crap that they, they put themselves through.
1: Well, all the violence is implied...
0: Yeah, but how but when like Pugsley or Wednesday kill each other like in the movies, you got to you got to admit they're supernatural <laughs> or the shit that Uncle Fester could pull off.
1: Well, you know, that's a whole, you know, it's a, it's a media form. Like the the violence is implied. The part of the comics is that the joke is there. You understand the joke, but because life works the way it does, but in the comic, life doesn't work that way.
0: Life finds a way.
1: Yeah. Don't, it was don't... always good-natured.
0: Don't forget you can find us on Patreon, Dr. Chris's Radio of Horror. Please join our Patreon if you could. We will have some extra interesting tidbits coming up soon. Uh, if you'd like to join us on Facebook, it's The Dead TV Podcast. And you can find us on Twitter at ChrisDSav and at Elegantly Kiki. Or send us an email at thatradiohorror at gmail.com. Thank you for joining us for The Dead TV Podcast coverage of Dracula.